Hello everyone. The month of May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, so we wanted to support the Asian Mental Health Collective. This is an organization focused on promoting Asian American mental health. It's catered specifically for Asian American people to provide relief and resources and support for the individuals facing stigma, discrimination, racism, and other challenges. As always, you can find a link to support and uh, find more information on, on them in our episode's description. We have a content warning for today's episode. This episode features graphic depictions of animal violence, and listener discretion is advised. Please enjoy today's episode. Previously on SCP Play... Ah, uh, Ben, I'm I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I Are you okay? Did you get hurt? My my arm really hurts. Glowing eyes surround you at the edge of the fog in all directions. You raise up your hand and a wall of ice forms around you. You get ready for a cold night. Skylar, you are brought to a clearing. There are many animals surrounding you this circle, staring toward a pedestal that has a book sitting upon it. It's a pulpit, and they're waiting for your sermon. Hey, Skylar, snap out of it. Skylar, with the voice of Dr. Bright ringing through your head, you regain lucidity. You are no longer under whatever spell that you had been before, and you take a minute to look around. You see the same scene that you had previously. There are several different carnivorous animals that are surrounding the circle, which you now remember is the same circle that you and Ned had uh, almost sprinted into the middle of on the day earlier. And in the middle is a pulpit with a book that is sitting on top of it. You can't see what it is from here, but it looks large. You look around, and the voice of Dr. Bright was um, in your head as he had has previously been able to snap you out of trances that you've fallen into. They're not actually here, but you're just here now. Is there anything you want to do? I am just, okay, I'm just, I think I'm just confused. Um, yes, it's a confusing situation. Yes. Okay, so is Skylar still currently being held or like carried by... Whatever I was um, carried by last so time. So whatever was carrying you here, you don't see around you. Okay. You're basically lined up in this circle of animals. Um, and there's like maybe a few of them that are in front of you that were sort of creating an aisle for you to walk up to the center. Uh, okay. Um, Skylar would like to go up to the center to check out if there's anything on this pulpit. Okay, so uh, as you 
So are you like fly hovering just to logistically yeah, handle it? Okay. Does not have any legs. So Skylar yes. would will be fly hovering. Okay. We will say that uh mononongles are very light and you're able to do that. You just have very <laughs> Hold on. Am I gonna regret you have very thick legs, that's where <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> you're you're really packing down there and then the rest exactly. of you is really light. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. where you hold all she your thick. weight. She thick. It's it's canon, guys. She's kind of like she thick. CCC. <laughs> I want you to be very careful about that, Kenneth. We have some fan artists in the Discord. And oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, I've seen how thick some of the fan art is. <laughs> so I, I'm i hesitant to say that she thick because it's like, are we talking like unrealistic proportions here thick or just like generally thick? <laughs> Skylar is setting unrealistic standards for women everywhere. All the mononongles yes. everywhere. For mononongles everywhere. Yet another yeah. unrealistic standard for, for women in our <laughs> Do your legs detach? Your legs must detach from your body in order to be beautiful. Thigh gap was like so two years ago. <laughs> now you have a torso gap. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so in conclusion, she thick. So you are... Um, Fly hovering forward toward this pulpit, um, and as you do, you hear like a low growl rising from the different animals that are surrounding you. Like a doesn't friend. sound like an ag aggressive growl, but more of just like a song or a chant. Ooh. Um. So, is there anything on the pulpit when I get up there? So there is a book. You see that the book is, it's closed, but has a uh, particular page marked with a ribbon. You see on the cover, the book is titled The Book of Bone. Is the book made out of bone, or is it just a regular bone, or a book? It is not made out of bone. It does look to be bound in some sort of leather. Okay. So I was just trying to figure out if this is related to this like lock that we've encountered or other bone-like features. Um, mm, I would like not. to turn to that tabbed page in the book. Okay. Skylar is not super familiar with the questionable in the world, so she just goes, she just dives right in. Please read aloud as far as you would like to read. and scents and souls of all the stones and bones and mountain tops the owl's cry blinks eye and the rich gray fur of the wolf in the moonlight tooth and claw and how we are the footprints in the snow Bread herders, they call us, but we will turn our fangs and words to bone. As your gaze is turned down toward the book while you are reading this passage, you hear the growling surrounding you turn 
into snarls and further into sounds of chomping and mastication. When you finish reading the passage, you gaze up and look to the animals that are surrounding you. You see that each is staring inward still toward the pulpit as you finish this sermon. And you see that each of them is missing either a limb or a tail or something that looks like it's been freshly devoured. You see that each one's wounds are starting to begin to heal, very slowly, however. As you see all the animals surrounding you begin to regrow the limb that they just lost, you feel something similar begin to happen beneath your torso. Usually in the mornings you have to return to your legs in order to stay alive and become a human again in the morning. Now you feel a new pair of legs sprouting beneath you. Ah, uh, <laughs> Skylar tentatively, tentatively takes a step to try out these legs. Um, so they're not fully grown yet. Uh, it'll take oh, okay. a little bit more time. Gotcha. You're getting, uh, you're you're at like baby leg level currently. Aw. It's it's like if you ever saw Deadpool, it's like when he had <laughs> baby legs <laughs> after he got cut in half. I think that was Deadpool two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, off in the forest at the very edge of this circle. You have a bit of uh, visibility from the moon, and just by being the creature that you are, you're very vaguely able to see a figure that is standing there and just slow clapping. Wow. I um, didn't think you were going to just do that on your own. I thought I'd have to convince you, but good job, Skylar. Wait, just to clarify, do I do I know who this is? It looks like Lucas. And you also know that you left Lucas behind at Ned's place. Mm, my god. Okay. Um the Skylar will quickly fly over to Lucas and ask him, "What?" What do you mean? What what happened? Oh, I mean, you just you just gave like Yaldabaoth an avatar to gain strength in this area. Um I mean, you you just sort of read that all willy-nilly. Yeah, I feel like I was supposed to. Mm. If it felt right, then sure. What what are you what are you doing here? Oh, um I was just out for an evening stroll. E evening stroll? Weren't you at the house? Oh no, that's that's Lucas. Have they not told you about me? No. No, I don't think so. Oh. Hmm. Figured that would be some important information, but um 
Well, I'm kind of Lucas and kind of not. More of a um, reflection of Lucas, you can say. Like his twin? Mm, not quite. What? Why? Why are you being creepy? Who's yelled about? Who's? What's happening? Uh, did you not feel Yeldabath call you here? I mean, how do you think he got here? What? So, like, is Yeldabath a bad guy? Did I just summon something terrible? Uh, you know, the thing about the Foundation, that's, that's something they love to do. Uh, they love to paint everything that's different. I wouldn't say that Yaldabaoth is bad, he just does things a bit different. Did you know that he has like a, a whole entire town that just grows organs? Yeah, they grow on trees, they can pick them off the trees and hey, free organ farm. Foundation is sure taking advantage of that one though. What? I wouldn't say that you did anything bad, Skylar. I would say that you gave strength to something, and it's up to you what you do with it. I mean, that's why I set all this up for you. To give you the option. I thought it would take some convincing, but, eh. Here we are. You... You gave me the option, but you wanted me to do it. Oh, of course. I mean, you could have... Walked away, but... Why? What's in it for you? Hmm. I'm just a person who got tired of good people being taken advantage of. So I'm giving a little bit more power to them. What people? Well, I was going to ask you what everyone else had been calling me, if they actually were referring to me as Lucas, but... Um, if they haven't even told you about me... Suppose they don't really know what to call me. Hmm. And Lucas doesn't really work because you already have a Lucas. Let's do this. He raises his hand and a shimmering piece of light that looks almost like a mirror raises out of his hand. It shimmers and you see what looks like stained glass begin to form across it and spell out the name Lucas. He waves his hand in the air and the mirror spins. You see it in reverse. Instead of L-U-C-A-S, the name now spells S-A-C-U-L. You can just call me so cool. And tell everyone I said hello. He taps the air next to him, and the same shimmering pane of glass appears in the air, turns into some sort of portal. He steps through and is gone. Hello, everyone. 
your keeper Kenneth is here back uh, after Hannah did the mid-roll and uh, promotion for last week. So uh, thanks to her for picking that up. Don't know if we would have gotten the episode out on Monday of the last episode otherwise, but we also didn't get this one out on Monday. So sorry, things have been busy. I got my taxes done though, so you won't have to worry about that holding up another episode. Hey, so getting right into reviews, um, Apple Podcasts is being weird as of late, and it's kind of hard to tell if we have new reviews or not, but we're going to go with the ones that we can see. <laughs> From Anonymous 2, great RPG actual play podcast, I'm really enjoying this Monster of the Week series set in the SCP universe. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the five stars. Uh, King Kong with... A bunch of numbers. I am the Lorax and I speak for the trees and apparently there's a non-Windigo thing here now, I guess. Yes, make sure you listen to the episode where we explain that. Promotion on uh, episode 29 has that. It's not really a non-Windigo thing, it's a more of a uh, correcting of Windigo misunderstandings in society. Evacuator, or Evacuator? I would recommend this podcast to anyone who is into SCP or into TTRPGs. Thanks for the recommendation, and thanks for the five stars. Also got a new review over on Podchaser from Maxwell. SCP Play is a really good podcast, and I'd recommend it even if you aren't interested in Monster of the Week or SCP. Hey, thanks. Glad you enjoy the show, and thank you for the five stars. So many five stars. We love all the stars. And on Patreon, we have a new, uh, good lord, $50 and up patron. Kelnaz, thank you for your incredible contribution. We really appreciate it. Just makes me nervous seeing that much money. <laughs> Seriously, we do appreciate it. Uh, and also reply to our message uh, to get you your rewards. We really do appreciate your contribution. That's it. Thank you, Michael Winton, for the dank tunes. And enjoy the rest of the episode. So, uh... Yeah, with this 2480 uh, Yaldabaoth, that's, yeah, that was said in there too. So, it's, it's the real McCoy, huh? That's, that's what's happening here? I, I guess. I, okay, run, run, run me by everything again. So you ran into Coyote, and Coyote told you Yeah, we found that, the, uh... yeah. I guess that's the reverend, yeah, from the... That's right. Coy Coyote told you that Pan and Yaldabaoth are around. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, we haven't seen anything of uh, them, though. I, I don't think too much. These, uh... All those wolves, though, that, that came after us. So those were 2547... Those were his pack of 4,000 dogs chasing after us. But he asked you for help. That one doesn't make sense. Um, that doesn't make sense. Yes, there's usually animals that are following him in the area. I actually think this sounds more like 3240. Oh, you think? Well, if those ones are the self-cannibalizing ones... Uh, did you see any animals that had a missing limb or anything while you were out there? Oh, yeah. That is a good point. And it says that, uh, it says right here, those tend to pop up 
whenever 2547's in the area. So wherever the coyote is, then 3240's around too. Great. Um, this can affect humans too. Um, did anyone get bitten or scratched that you know of? Did anyone get bitten? Yeah, come to think of it, uh, I know that Miles, he got bit by a raccoon, and the the bite had healed by the time I saw it. It was like an hour later. Uh, it says it's a learned behavior, though. Is it like a disease? Uh, it can vary. This was just one instance. It was only really theorized that this had close ties to Yaldabaoth, but... Uh, I guess this sort of proves it. They're all connected and they're all here. Yeah, it's got a lot of information about lots of different books that are supposed to be closely related to, I mean, all three of these gods from what it sounds like. Yeah. Well, I don't think I saw any books when we were with uh, Coyote. Let's hope we don't run into any of them. Sound like bad news. Did you see anything else weird? Um, maybe with the animals or maybe with plants while you were out in the woods? Yeah. Uh, we was... Uh, Skylar and I was chasing... Uh, we were looking for something. What was it? Out in the woods. Oh, I feel so long ago. We were, we were hunting down something going through the trees, and on the way uh, chasing it, we passed by a big uh, clearing in the woods, you know? They pop up sometimes, but all these animals, they were standing around a circle, just staring. Just staring right, right in the middle. <laughs> that, uh, yes, that's pretty weird. <laughs> we elected to not investigate that. That's some bad juju. Well, that certainly sounds Yaldabaoth-y. I also am having my suspicions. You you said something about um, the skull and uh, having to do something about the other two gods. Yeah. So I guess that that skull is more closely related to Yaldabaoth than... The tale of the Wendigo, I suppose. Which, I mean, looking up actual history of the Wendigo and from the ramblings that you keep saying that your Grandpa Rick is telling you, it, yeah, it sounds accurate. Yeah, that's right. See, I told you. <laughs> yeah, you sure did, Grandpa. I'm... Do you hear Grandpa Rick often, Ned? Huh? I mean, I did, you know, I talk to him sometimes. It's it's good to have a have a friendly connection to uh, those you love. I'm glad that you have that, Ned. You seem happy with it. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, it's it's real real nice all the time. Just whenever, whenever, all every time. Yeah. Lucas is standing in the corner and just. Shaking his head at the amount of disbelief that he's having. 
Hey, uh, Lucas, I, I did have a question for you, though. Um, uh, yeah, what's up? Yeah, you said, uh, you're an, you're an intern at the Foundation? Yeah. Are you from Piedmont originally? Uh, yeah, actually. Oh, okay. I was wondering if you were secretly some super agent that was, uh... Lucas Bayard out in Salt Lake City with this, uh, 3240. Uh, n no. Um, yeah, I, I grew up in Piedmont. Um, I ran into the Harpies once, and after I did that, um, Dr. Miller had to come and was supposed to anesthetize me, and, I don't know, found something interesting about me, and Brought me on as an intern instead. Huh. So you haven't been anesthetized uh, from your past life as a secret agent. I don't want you holding out anything on me here. Not that I know of. All that, right. Isn't that the point? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That is kind of the point of the amnestics. If you had them, you wouldn't have known you had them. Huh? Hey, you're probably too young for that anyway. Um, yeah. I mean... Agnes was amnesticized, and she yeah, was and it... also pretty young when that apparently happened. Right. Wish we could have been able to help her figure out more with that, but... Yeah, hopefully someday we'll be able to uh, reconnect, find out what all really did happen. Yeah. Well, um, what do we do now? Do we go out in the middle of the night, or... Try to hope that he glares down at Skylar's legs that are resting up against the wall. <laughs> we hope that she doesn't need those. Oh, you grabbed those? Oh, that's that's good. Ah, yeah. I mean, I I don't really know the details of the whole transformation thing, but she ought to be able to to find him again. She knows where we're at. Do we like? We leave them outside. The raccoons could get them by a window. Yeah, maybe not outside. Um, we don't want the bat flying in the window. We uh, we use Windex pretty frequently. It's hard to tell if it's open or not. You have windows. I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm not too sure uh, what we can do. Uh, ben and Miles should be safe until morning. From uh, what they said on the phone, Skylar should find a way back here by morning. I sure can't sleep after reading all this stuff, but being outside seems pretty dangerous. So, Mr. Clark is um, sitting in a chair at your kitchen table currently, and he uh, has his phone in his hand and is sort of nervously um, tapping his knee uh, up and down and looks over to you and says Ned I can I can call for more help but the, the point of having you all out here and trying to do all this on your own is to prove that it's an effective system if I do that it's scrapping a lot of work and could cancel a lot of the progress that we've made. 
If but, uh, you think that we need it, it is your call. I am here to support the team. Ned flips back through his notebook as Daniel tries to remember the conditions of our agreement with the coyote. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. Thank you, Daniel. Excellent lack of notes as usual on the things that are important where I trail sentences off after writing the first part of them. I think it's sort of fitting for this, though. Um, when you were talking with Coyote, you were not yeah. of the clearest <laughs> of minds. That that does make sense. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with what I feel. Yeah, so Ned is flipping back through his notebook, looking for the exact terms of his meeting with Coyote for how to get his mom fixed, his mom healed, and he can't find the notes. It was a time of great emotional upheaval, and a lot of stuff was happening, and he didn't have the chance. So I think what Ned would think, I, I don't think we could do that. We, we made a deal with the coyote, we made a deal with him, and look, it's my my mom is on the line right there. She's uh, she's entirely in that coyote's hands. I think this has got to be us, us that do this job. He uh, lets out a big sigh and sets his phone back down on the table. All right. Well, I don't think it's safe to try to go out into the woods this evening um we can go out in the morning yeah i think you and lucas should get some rest um i'll stay up and do a bit more research but i'll try to actually get some rest this time and um i'll wake you and try to contact ben and miles in the morning as well that that sounds like a plan. I'll see what I can do. And, uh, Mr. Clark. Uh, yes, Ned. I... Sorry about this morning. That was, uh, a bit rash of us. I think to, to leave without you. No, it's, it's fine. Um, I understand your reasons for not trusting myself or the foundation as a whole um i'm trying to do my best to make sure that uh you feel like you can rely on me more so part of that is my own fault as well maybe a bit more trust is needed between us all well see you in the morning good night good night you head off to your bed. Um, you can hear the distant clickety-clackety of uh, Mr. Clark's keyboard as you drift off to sleep. Or try to, at least. It's been a day. Ben and Miles, you are currently in an igloo without an entrance in the middle of nowhere in the woods. We sure it's are. It's a bit cold. Miles is shivering. Um... Miles, would there be any sort of uh, survival information that you would have gotten from your handbook of ways to keep warm? <laughs> uh, definitely. Uh, I think 
there definitely is like wilderness survival stuff in the handbook but the the general scout handbook doesn't talk a lot about igloo camping so he's a little bit out of his element and like doesn't want to make a fire because he's not sure if he's going to melt down their nice barrier here so i think at this point he's just kind of like huddled up to benji's leg and shivering a little bit (laughs) and just trying to like stay positive oh so cute um (laughs) kenneth i have sort of like a like a mechanical question for you sure um so in i i don't know if there's like a rule about this like actually in the monster of the week book but does magic like require concentration like like usually if i'm using okay no it doesn't it it can like i could make it so that it has that requirement um but since you had a like full success on your roll um had you not had that, I would have chosen like an effect like it's of short duration or it has a bad side effect kind of thing. Like right. that would that would be a consequence of like if you don't do it perfectly, then you need to be like concentrating on it the whole night or something. OK, got it. But since you did it perfectly, uh, no, you, it, it, it does the intended purpose. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's it's pretty cold here, but um, it. it, it I haven't been camping in a, ever, so uh, this is, I mean, it's kind of fun, right? Uh, this isn't really my ideal camping situation. I, do you, were you, were you just sleepwalking? Why did you, is that something that you've done before? Um, no, I, I, I don't think I've ever sleepwalked before, at least that I know of, but, uh, it, it was weird, like, uh, I, 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 I don't know. I wasn't fully asleep. I don't think like I wasn't seeing the stuff that is around us. I was, it was sort of a half dream. I, I mean, my mom was there and I was headed off to school and I cut through the forest to get there faster. But like, I don't, I've never been to school in Piedmont and I don't even know really where it is. So I, I, it made sense in my head, but I felt like I was, like I knew I was walking somewhere, and I knew I was walking through the forest. I just, it, it was in some kind of haze, and I, when I heard you yelling, it sort of snapped me out of it. Hmm. And it seems like just in time too, and he kind of glances over at some of the silhouettes of the dogs on the edge of the ice. Do you think it'll happen again if you fall asleep again? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd be more comfortable if you could, if I, you or someone else was around. Though I, I, I don't know that I'm going to get much sleep tonight. But yeah, um, I, I think we should be careful at least. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't really know how to get us out of this situation right now. We might just have to wait it out. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 it seems like all these, all this stuff started happening when the sun went down, right? So hopefully yeah. when the sun comes back up, it'll clear off a bit, yeah? And then we'll be able to get back and make sure everybody else was okay. Do we yeah. know if they made it back? I I called them when you were, after you had fallen asleep, and they, they were all back except for uh, Skylar. 
Oh, uh, Skylar's out there too, huh? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. We just kind of have to wait to see what happens, but I don't think you have anything to worry about. I don't think she can get through whatever this is. Well, and I I, I think she can probably fend for herself. Um, I, I don't think we need to worry about her too much either. I think, I think it, if anything, uh, else is out in the woods looking for her i think it's probably in more danger than she is yeah she's the scary one um another question for you keeper kenneth mm-hmm. can i use magic again to make something else or can, is it gonna have to can it only be one at a time <laughs> hmm i will say yes you can but if you have uh, a consequence from the roll or you fail you're gonna risk uh losing your shield okay um i don't want to do that i was gonna try to make a fire to keep us warm but i don't think we really need it that badly so i will veto that on my own (laughs) yeah i mean it's like what late september early october shouldn't be too cold at night i mean obviously there's ice around us but Mm -hmm. we're also kind of trapping our heat inside so yeah Mm-hmm. I think we should be okay. As igloos do. Yeah, so no no, no using magic, right? That's yep, what you're doing. Yeah, I've decided against okay. it. Yeah, I think we'll be okay. Okay. I could also just try to start a real fire. <laughs> um, I think you'd be hard-pressed to do so with all the things that are in there. And yeah. I don't know that there's a, a vent hole, but... Um, <laughs> We're going to smoke ourselves out of our own <laughs> yeah. little igloo. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, yeah. Ox- oxygen right. and being able to breathe is right. usually, right. usually right. an important thing. <laughs> Veto that again. Um, <laughs> just coming up with all the good ideas. <laughs> um, Benji, do you think I should have told the m- m- Mr. Coyote man about that raccoon bite? Do you think that's what caused this? Uh... I don't know. I can't really say for sure. It's weird that it healed so fast. Your your arm does still have the um, rash infecty looking section of it that oh, yeah. uh, is I right forgot. around where the raccoon bite was. <laughs> but I it's also right, aware, right around where I carved into my own arm on accident. <laughs> yes. Uh, there oh. was a gash that you put into your arm. Yeah, that was another thing about the dream is I tried to carve into a tree to kind of leave a trail of breadcrumbs, and when I woke up, it looked like I accidentally I oh, oh my God. scratched myself. Are you? Does it hurt? Are you okay? I I mean, I, I'll be honest. I hadn't really thought about it until just now. Um, it does sting a bit. Um, is is I, is Miles bleeding? Um, not horribly, but the, yes, he is. Um, take that one harm back if you have not already, by the way, Miles. I think I, I think, I I think I never got rid of my harm. (laughs) Okay. You're probably fine then. Yeah. Um, do you have anything that I can bandage this up with maybe? Or I guess I can, um, and I think Miles is going to, He's going to take off one of his socks. He's got like long tube socks on. So he's going to like take off one of his socks and uh, make sort of an impromptu bandage or just to, or no, he's going to make like a shooting sleeve out of it. He's going to just kind of cut the foot off, make a nice sleeve to go over the infected and 
bleeding part to kind of keep some pressure on there and absorb some of the yeah oh yeah i help him with that uh i won't have you roll for it uh you just are able to bandage it up um i'll say like by the morning you're able to recover the harm great so yeah what whatever that dream was it was it was seriously messing with my head i don't know do you normally have dreams that vivid i don't think wait a second yes i just remembered there was a guy in the dream uh who i have dreamed about before and i might have forgotten to tell people about it um do you remember me telling you about 990 990 wasn't that the guy involved with the the circus well kind of i mean he he came and uh, or i was uh, the night before the circus happened i woke up in a dream and he was there and he sort of warned me that the circus was coming and uh told me to tell my mom that 990 sends his regards and i forgot to do that um but he was in this dream too well did he warn you about some upcoming event i really don't need another circus that was just annoying uh real quick aside kenneth he didn't warn me of anything he was the one that kind of helped me pull out of the dream right you do not remember a warning in the dream yes right okay i didn't think so i just want to make sure no he didn't warn me about anything he was just i mean he was there and kind of kind of alerted me to the fact that it was a dream and then you showed up so i i I think he kind of helped pull me out of it maybe I don't I don't really know what brought him in. I, I don't know how he knew something was going on, or maybe he just kind of has a beat on that kind of situation. But, I mean, maybe if we can find some way to contact him, he could maybe give us some information about why, what was happening. Maybe someone at the Foundation knows how to reach out to him. Yeah, I mean, if he's in your head, there's... Not really any way to contact him right now. Unless he's in other people's head, too. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like he's not just in my imagination. It seems like he's some sort of dream hopper. Well, that'll be interesting. As right now, I don't don't know that that helps us a lot, though. Not right now, no. Ben, could you roll plus sharp, please? Okay, plus sharp. <laughs> Am I reading another bad situation? Mm. Ooh, you guys are going to be jealous of me. That's an 11. Hey, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you hear something behind you. Actually, well, hold on. Yeah, Miles, roll it too. We'll see if you are, are able to do this as well all right uh i actually just rolled uh kind of to see where i would have landed had you had me roll instead so mm. convenient uh i rolled an eight plus one so nine okay so ben you you hear a sound behind you sort of similar to uh the plink or the clink of a glass You whip your head around quickly enough to see that a portal 
was opened up and you see the face of Lucas staring back at you as he quickly drops something and closes the portal. Miles, you turn your head quickly enough to barely see the portal being closed and this thing being dropped. This thing you see is a warm blanket. Um. Oh, great. Uh, was that... Was that one of fake Lucas's portals? Yeah, unfortunately. Why is he helping us? I don't know. I I get up and I or I think I'm already standing. I'm I walk over to the blanket and I grab it. Just like ugh, fine, I'll take it. We're cold. It, it I mean, feels like it just came out of a fresh warmer. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm being manipulated and I know it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would ask if we could trust it, but I don't really know how he could make a blanket a trap. Yeah, I don't either. And I. I don't want to think about it right now. Ben, is, is there something... Do you know anything about fake Lucas that we don't? <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't say I know anything more than anybody else does, but he's been coming back to me. And... and- I haven't told anyone about it because I'm still trying to figure out what he means and what his message is and how to feel about it. I mean, maybe we could help. I mean, we're supposed to be a team, right? And if he's he's contacting you, what if it puts you in danger? We need... I mean, I won't, I won't tell anyone until you're ready to tell people about it. I mean, I don't really know anything as it is, but just if 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 he's doing something to manipulate you or to manipulate anyone else, just let us know if you're in danger. I will. I I don't think I'm being manipulated. I just... I think he just wants me on his side. I guess I guess I can respect that. I I'll be honest, I don't really know how I feel about fake Lucas either cuz I know he he sort of set up the old man to be a problem and he's he seemed like he was being a problem with the sheriff in the 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 big pain machine, but also when my mom sent me away from site 44 when abel got out uh she told mr deeds to take me somewhere safe and he took me to fake lucas so i don't i i think there's more to him than sort of meets the eye but i i don't necessarily think that means we need to trust him yeah but miles i'll promise right now that if he asks me to turn against this team i promise i won't I would never do that. That that's that's good to know. I I'll hold you to that. For now, I think we should just try to ride this out. Yeah, let me under that blanket. It's cold. It is cold. 
Um, my, my teeth could use a break from chattering, I think. Um, I... It like... ensnares you and you have fallen into my <laughs> trap, you <laughs> fools. <laughs> I, um, I, I sit on the ground and I, like, stretch my arms out with the, with the blanket on my back so Miles can, like, get inside and we have, like, a, like, a burrito. I love it. Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> fan art, fan art. Fan art, fan art, please. <laughs> Miles and Ben, you awake in the morning, still sheltered by your icy hut, uh, but you can see that there are uh, 8-bit or 16-bit streaks of water that are starting to melt along the sides of your igloo. You slept quite pleasantly uh, due to the warm blanket, and as you stand to take a look at your surroundings, you try to look outside of the igloo to see if there are any other animals that are in the area, and you're not able to tell. You see just trees surrounding you, and uh, Ben... At this point, you decide to let down the igloo, I assume? Yeah, for sure. Okay. And as you do, one of the figures that you thought was a tree is a large tree-like figure that stands before you. Not quite tree height, but still tall and imposing and not quite rooted to the ground, but certainly has very large feet that plant them to the ground. Standing before you is a very confused and now frightened at a couple of people bursting out of an ice igloo that was in the middle of a forest, is a confused Bigfoot. Ah, uh, wait, stop. <laughs> We need to get a picture of you. Our friend messed up. <laughs> he turns and runs. <laughs> no, we need a picture. All content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. For all SCPs used and referenced within our episodes, please see our page on the SCP Foundation Wiki. You can find us at scp-wiki.net slash scp-play-podcast-hub, which is also linked on our anchor page. Thank you to Michael Winton for all the music that we use in our show, and thank you for listening.